0: Our first guest this evening is Terence Lamont Thomas Jefferson Simon Roosevelt. Nice. I don't know. He goes with so many fucking names.
1: <laughs> nice. Nice. What are you drinking? I is drinking a margarita, man. A mm. creature of habit, eighteen hundred, little Grand Marnier. Nice. I'm classy. Nice. Fancy.
0: There's something about a warm day where a margarita just feels appropriate. One
1: hundred percent. Or sitting under hot lights. That too. That, yeah. That, that that's too. what I meant by a warm day. <laughs> exactly. We are
0: indoors after all. Mm-hmm. I am drinking a spicy watermelon margarita. Which is outstanding. It's so, so good. And uh we took Cuervo Silver tequila and mm-hmm. we infused it with the jalapeno. Yep. Let it sit um, for well yeah, my choice. A little a little um Simply watermelon juice, although usually we take fresh watermelon yes. and make juice out of it. But I was lazy. So it was a lazy I, just, day. I bought I bought watermelon juice. Nice, nice. So anyway, I have got an awesome topic for today.
1: Please hype it up. Are I like you it. ready? Hell yeah. Are you hit, ready? Hit me with your best shot. All
0: So, right. because So 'cause I've been thinking a lot of uh about this recently in particular. Um but if so let me see the best way to, to be phrasing this. It, it's this notion and this idea of who you are versus who you believe yourself to be. Hmm. And so if you had to think about, I believe myself to be this person, but actually I am this person.
1: You understand what I mean? Because I, I can give think,
0: an ex- I can give you an example. I can give you an example that maybe but might I, help.
1: But I th- I think I know what you're asking. Like, is there, uh, has there ever been a moment of discovery where I recognize that I've been thinking that I'm person type A type person, but it turns out I'm a different type of person. Yeah. Okay. Kind of.
0: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I think that could work. Let's see where that goes. Go ahead, answer that question. <laughs> no, is that your question?
1: Tell me what your question <laughs> no, I th- is. No, I
0: think it is. I think it is. Well, like one of the things I think about, and and this has happened in real real life, where we have known someone who is single, right, and they're well into their thirties, early forties, and still single, and
1: never been married. And never right. been married, that's mm-hmm.
0: correct. Never really been in a long-term relationship either.
1: <laughs> you sound like a and, keeper. <laughs> right. Sorry.
0: And they when when he describes the type of woman that he wants to be with, I think frequently you and I are both puzzled by it. Because it's like... Well, yeah, you because want he was to, typing up
1: the he, type of woman he thought he could get.
0: This is what I mean. Oh, you, well, that's different. He, like, you real. believe yourself yeah. to be the type of person who should be with that woman.
1: Exactly. But the
0: reality is, is that you are this person exactly. and you should be looking at this type of woman. 100%. But they don't want to see themselves in that that way. Right, right. And so, I guess that's where the question is really kind of coming from, just from a personal Do I think I perspective. You? Was that the
1: question? <laughs> <laughs> Do I feel like I upgraded? I, don't, I don't need an answer to that. No, what, so what is, what is the question though? I'm But
0: that is the question. Like at, was there a time and I I can answer it first if that helps cuz there cuz I have a very specific um time. But the the question is that like like was there ever a time where you felt like oh, yeah, this is who I am. And then you realize, you know what? It's actually really, it's actually really not.
1: Yes. Uh, and yes. I need
0: to be truer to who I am rather than trying to project something else.
1: Uh, 100%. I mean, yeah. I got, I got a couple examples. And I'm a person who, I, like, I've said, like you know, I, I believe I've been the same person since I was born. But there, there did come a time whenever I was married um, where I recognized this is not who I am. These are not the places I want to go to these. This is not the function that I want to have. And just that moment of realization, because, you know, when I when I think about when I'm thinking about this, I'm like, it wasn't about my divorce of sorts was not so much about the woman I was married to as much as it was about who I was when I was with her. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a huge factor. Whenever you start discovering, like I'm not this, I'm not this type of person. Um, so I think that's the easiest example. So,
0: but what were we? Can you say what some of those things were? What some of those yeah, qualities? Were? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, well, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I think you know, in it like I said, I have no problem saying it because it didn't have anything to do with her specifically. I think we began to build a life that looked a little bit more. Um, middle class bougie black than I really want to be around mm-hmm. you know what I mean so the places we went the people who were filling our circle you know where you know in the end I mean I, I still come from a poor family that wants to sit around and talk shit and drink you mm-hmm. know what I mean so yeah. so all of a sudden and I never forget there was one time oh my god I feel like I'm, this was the discovery where I never forget we went to Shark Bar in New York on Amsterdam Avenue if you lived in New York at the time you remember that <laughs> spot because that was the bougie negro spot and it was like I remember sitting around with a bunch of friends people that we knew that we thought were friends and are drinking a bunch of guys are drinking like cosmos and shit and i was just How's like that? first of all when we first got there everyone was like oh let's just get some wine and, and i'm sitting there going damn i'm fucking want some makers on the rocks like you know <laughs> but i found myself going yeah let's do it and like i'm not a big wine drinker but i found myself going along with things that were not me and but
0: did you believe yourself to be that person, because yeah. that for me is the difference. So you believed? I believe. Oh no, I this is me. This is the life I want, and yes, okay, because that's I think the key. Quite and that's frankly. what it was.
1: I was trying to fit into a suit that was actually not cut for me. Right. And I, that's the only way I can. Like, Good way all, to put it. Thanks. I, I was just came out of my ass. That's the, that's the only <laughs> oh, way I can think. I don't of, doubt that, that. That's the only way I can think about it. Like and like I said, that had nothing to do with my ex wife. That has something to do, more of to course. do with how. I felt that I was positioning myself like, oh, I'm of a certain age. This is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to sit down and we have sparkling water and drink wine and they're going to bring out a bunch of appetizers and we're going to share. And, you know, I don't share shit when it comes to food. It was just like so when I look back on it, I go, based off your question, that was a moment where I recognize I don't remember the moment where I said, you know what? screw this because there were so many other emotional things that are connected to a divorce yeah. but I do yep. recognize that that was a point in my life where if I walked into that bar or if I got in a DeLorean and went back to that year and walked into that bar and saw <laughs> that dude sitting there like that dude's a fucking douchebag who's drinking wine who drinks Perrier Like, what? who are you Outside of feel.
0: outside of France, drinking <laughs> Perrier. I'm trying to be classy, or Europe Europeans drink Perrier, but they're all pretentious. <laughs> what a, okay, so
1: what? A, I hope that fits the description. What about you? Has there ever been a moment where? You oh go, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like oh no, yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, you know, mine was when I actually uh, was living in California when I first moved to California by myself, um, and I want. I I believed that I was an honest person, mm-hmm. and then I recognized that I wasn't.
1: okay. I need it. Like when you say honest person, like you lied. Like
0: mm, I don't to think to
1: yourself or to others? I. Th-
0: I think both potentially. Ah, gotcha. I think both potentially. Again, it goes back to this idea of projecting, projecting um, something that wasn't wasn't real. Right. Like, right. like when I think about. Um in a variety of different circumstances. I, I do remember there was a singular moment in time where I felt like okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn a corner right now. I'm gonna be completely and totally true to mm. my being and to who I am. And that's I think what I mean by becoming honest. So- but were
1: you let me ask you this, but when you say In my example, I had to stop trying to be bougie and just embrace my ghetto because that's what I was in the heart of hearts. I'm a poor working class kid. So I'm like, so I was embracing who I was. Were you really truthful or did you have to go through some type of discovery to figure out? did you did you look at yourself and go damn i would be lying or i'm being dishonest so i need to become a more honest person yeah i think okay, absolutely that's, that's interesting. yeah you, i think absolutely
0: yeah. that that was it and this is going to feel like such a incredibly california moment <laughs> um
1: laying on the beach but, eating avocados. but
0: but um but this is this is truly what happened this is truly what happened so i was out with a friend And in in this moment, I got to be honest with you. I don't even remember really where we were Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, somewhere. It doesn't matter where we are. I don't really remember actually. And I remember that we might've been at some kind of like outdoor fair Mm of some kind or whatever, and there was a woman there and she was selling like these necklaces with crystals on them. And she was big on crystals and the healing power of crystals. It's very California, right? But there was one in particular that I really liked and I thought was really, really kind of pretty, the shape of it and everything. And so I asked her about it. I said, what is the significance of this one? And she said, this is about truthfulness and honesty.
1: Oh my God, this is by far the most California thing I've ever heard of.
0: Right? And so, believe me. Oh, okay. I, I recognize this. This why we've as been well.
1: together damn near twenty years. I've never heard this fucking story. Please continue.
0: <laughs> I didn't want to scare you away, um, oh my but God, um. And so i I bought it. Okay. I bought it, and I literally and I put it on because again, it was really pretty. Plus, it matched my outfit. And I remember getting home and really thinking about it and going okay this is an opportunity Mm. this is an opportunity for me i can really buy into the significance of this and really think about ways that i can become more honest in spite of the fact that i always thought i was this really straightforward direct person and the reality was is that's who i wanted to be but i'm not so sure that that's who i actually was right and it was truly, it was a, really a moment in time where I decided this is what I'm going to work towards moving
1: forward. And it's, You know, it, that's cool, though. I mean, I, I made fun of, you know, the precious stems and the, um, the warlock Christos. or witch, whoever you got it from. Until <laughs> <laughs> you pulled it from a vagina or whatever the story oh was. Gosh. But I do, I do like when people are able to attach change to something. Yeah. Using something that is symbolic. And while that doesn't, has not worked for me in the past. Um, my change typically has come through stubbornness because mm-hmm. uh, failure annoys the shit out of me. Um, but I, you would think I've gotten used to it at this time. Mm-hmm. But I like whenever you're able to take a defining moment and just go, "I'm going to use this to change." Do you? Yeah. F- do you feel like? I mean, you know, you think back on time. You know, every, everything dwindles down to like a week in your life. But <laughs> yeah. did when you think back, was it a hard transition to start finding? truthfulness. Um yeah, finding truthfulness.
0: I'm not sure if it was hard um because it was something I wanted and right. so I was willing to put the work in, but here's what it really required. It required a lot of it did require a lot of work, meaning it required me to just first be honest with myself,
1: which is huge.
0: And that's a hard thing yeah. to do. But the good news is you do that on your own. So yes. any revelations you come up with, any mm-hmm. statements that you make around honesty, mm-hmm. any of those um, things that you discover you know, about yourself are in your own head. And so I had to do that. I had to really peel back the right. layers right. and really be 100% right. honest with myself mm-hmm. and say, okay, what was causing me to actually project that as, right. a, as a person. Um, and and so that level of discovery was challenging mm. for sure, and it took a lot of work, mm-hmm. and it took a lot of time, um, but it was also this really almost freeing moment yeah. i know again that this sounds so very no, metaphysical and but, stuff but it was a really freeing moment as well because then it enabled me to really strive towards being that person right. as well right. and listen it's bumpy road at first and, everyone,
1: and, and we're all works in progress yeah but 100% it, but the, the word you said though freeing is it like i it took me some time to just kind of embrace who I was. Yeah. Like I tell you something that was not me. Like I, you know, cuz I keep thinking back to back to this time in my life cuz I was young and uh I think back, um I never forget uh the fear of going into a bar by myself. Mm. The fear in that I don't want to look like an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And that was a big part cuz um Interesting. um you know, upright citizens don't do that. That's what drunks do. You're going to. Mm. And then, uh, you know, I was taking care of my, I was home taking care of my daughter because I left my job so I could be Mr. Mom. So I had no choice at that point because Sundays were the only time I could do that. And that really began to open my eyes and just going, stop giving a shit what other people think, mm-hmm. you know. And I think there is something very freeing in in that being true to yourself that is this huge, huge factor upon mm-hmm. You know, I think it definitely comes with age, where you get to the point where you're like, I just really don't give a shit what Mm -hmm. you think about your opinions, uh, especially as they pertain to you personally and in your home. Yeah. But you know, you brought up a guy who I've. It took me a moment to piece it together. Our friend, our our friend and his dating thing. You know, just for clarity's sake, the way that was pertaining is because he was so. He believed himself to be, and I'm just going to describe him as this very smart, very insightful, bit of uh, enlightened person who was well-dressed and put together and just needed a woman to give him a chance. And the truth of the matter is he was fucking, oh, if those were all listed as tens, he was sevens across the line on those mm. things. Like you're not as open-minded as you think you are. You're not as, quite honestly, even intelligence, because intelligence can be in very different ways. Like you're very intelligent in your industry, but you're, you know, there's other times where we could be talking and it just seemed so detached from what the conversation was because he had not experienced so many enough things. And so for you to think that you're this worldly individual, and then you're going to attract this type of worldly woman, like, dude, you, you, if you want to get her, you need to start making some changes. And it's not about getting in the gym, you know, and all those very superficial Mm -hmm. things that men think that you so often have to do. It's what you were just, I guess we were both saying, like, at some point in time, he he needed to start doing some internal look, you know, look at himself internally and just going, you know what, I I am not who I think I am. Yeah. And so maybe just work on making yourself a better person or someone who would attract that
0: person. And that it's hard to do for sure. But listen, it's not necessary for everyone, right? There are no. some people who are like, "No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good with who I am. Yep. I'm good with how I handle myself. Totally fine. Right. That's totally fine as long as you're not hurting another human being. That's of, of course. Right. That's totally fine. But I think when you're you're missing when you're missing out on something that you use yourself say that you actually want in your life. You need to start asking yourself those hard questions, which is why am I not achieving that?
1: 100%. And that's personal and professional. I would suspect. Yeah. And this is where I
0: think that, that peeling back the layers Mm -hmm. and really, really being honest with yourself and actually saying to yourself, okay, am I, am I, am I this person? Am I really this person? Exactly. Because it's been a long time that I've wanted this, and right. it has not happened for 100%. me. So, am I really this person? And you—you know—you said something which I think is accurate. This is also true professionally, right? Yeah. If you're the type of person who believes, "Oh, I should be at this level mm-hmm. in my career," okay, take a step back for just a moment and truly, truly think about the reasons why you are not. Right, and you know, and, and then figure out how, and then just figure out how to get there. But they're
1: also, you know, let's not truthfully let's not be all Tony Robbins though there are going to be some other mitigating factors I just think that some I I think a lot of times when it comes to personal relationships and professional things people don't do enough they do too much pointing instead of pointing at themselves right and so maybe if you shift something in yourself personally or just accept who you are you know because for me I you know when I think about myself professionally there were things that I had to accept over the last couple years about who I am well, it, you know, the biggest thing for me is, you know, in the interest of disclosures, like, I had to, it, it took me about five years ago where I realized as a writer, I, I'm a horrible at pitching. Mm. I'm not good at selling myself. I'm just not. Like, I need a fucking flavor flave in my life. So if you <laughs> out there flave, I heard you and Chuck had a falling out and shit, holla at your boy, because I just can't do that, you know. Right. And for years I used to go, well, uh, you know, uh, my work should stand on its own. Like, you should read cut the bullshit you need to be able to sell yourself i once worked for a writer who was fucking shitty and he stayed working we sold scripts all the time and they never got made why because he was great at pitching yeah he could tell you an amazing yeah. story but he could never so that's the thing like it but it took me some years back to start going dude that's just not you so you need to either figure out how to do it better sure or figure out what's in you that's making you so bad at it, because it's definitely not mastery of the English language mm-hmm. or the ability to, you know, engage people in a room. Like if we're sitting in a bar, and hopefully you all feel engaged when you listen to this. Like, oh no, I can engage with people and have a good time, but something happens when it comes time to talk about myself. Or I go, oh well, yeah, it's, you know, you start tripping over yourself. So, yeah. um, I think a lot, of, like you were saying, professionally, you do need to do a self-exam. The same, and this is like I said, it's not Tony Robbins, some inspirational thing. I'm just big on looking at yourself. You know, not, I I don't ever want to be a fucking finished product. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where I just go, oh, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. Some shit I'm not going to change. But, uh, you know, I want to be constantly evolving.
0: But that's kind of like what I was saying before. I mean, I I do believe there are some people who are going to be like, no, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. But then I also think if there are things in your life that you believe should be happening for you because of who you are and they're not, you do have to kind of step back and go, okay, why? Why? Or decide, Nah, fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch direction. I'm gonna gonna switch direction and not want that anymore and try this. Yeah, just
1: shift your focus or change your target. Like, but you know, you think about you know what you said is true. Like, there are going to. I think the vast majority of people are gonna or just say that. Just go. You know what? I'm good. They'll make little changes here. I'm gonna try not to curse so much. I'm gonna lose a little bit of weight. That's not real change to who you are behaviorally you know uh that's just how people are seeing you from the outside but the, the interesting for me, thing for me if that's your approach that i'm good think about this how different we are now versus when we first met mm. because we've evolved and we've always got right. we've, what we're doing now we did the first times we hung out yep um we just didn't have a microphone set up but the truth of the matter is when you if we really begin to peel back the layers of our relationship we have each changed mm-hmm. where you end up going.
0: Absolutely. You know what?
1: Damn, I'm not, I didn't react to Juana properly or, oh, dude, you got to let that shit go. Right. Or, you know what I mean? Or she, she's got to stop throwing away shit that, without telling me she started away. Like she knows <laughs> that drives me up a fucking wall. Oh
0: my God. But no, but that, are we going to start listing the things? Cause this is going to be a long episode. If please, we start no, listing No, let's not the break things. up a happy home. No, I'm just
1: saying like that idea that if, if, if we're going, if you, if, you do recognize that you need to evolve to stay with the person, mm-hmm. to continue growing as you get older and getting happier. Yeah. What the fuck makes you think you can stand around as an individual yeah. and just I'm good? I don't I don't need to change and adapt. And it's it's almost as though people feel like if they make any major changes in their life, like they're admitting failure. Like if I stop being such a hothead about the silly things, like something being thrown away, because you know those type of things throw me uh, drive me nuts. Like if I'm not gonna. If I suddenly start going, you know what? Don't react overreact to such trivial things. Right. It doesn't mean those weren't true emotions twenty years ago. It just sure. means like you just evolved, man. Like yeah. I, hopefully you're changing. I mean, we both have. Mm-hmm. I know we have. You know, so
0: absolutely. Change is good. Change is <laughs> good. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, as always, we'd love to hear from you. Tell us tell us your story. Any story. We want to hear any story, no, I really. Would, I would
1: like to know. Oh, please. I I'm gonna be specific. Do I would it. like to know what was the most difficult personal change you made about yourself. And this is not oh, to be discrediting see, to like addiction and things of that no. nature, because those are much bigger topics yes. that I am I would I would love to talk about it, but like I'm thinking about in this instance. I just go, What was the hardest thing to overcome? And so and like I didn't I I, I feel like with me that thing I was saying about trying to be bougie was just the tip of the iceberg about who I was as, mm-hmm. a, as an individual. Sure. Cause the whole iceberg was just embracing who I was, right. and where I was from, what my family was like, mm-hmm. and just, and just embracing and loving the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, I like, I like, the- like the idea of people, if they want to talk about it, I'd love to yep. get you a drink. I'll buy you a drink.
0: Yeah. We'll <laughs> do a follow up Cause I think that would be awesome conversation.
1: Sounds good.
0: Thanks everybody for joining. See you next time. Thanks for joining Drinks With My Wife. Please be sure to click the subscribe button and rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.